Hello, and welcome to Real Estate Real Talk. My name is LaTanya Button, and today I'm joined by Haley Bauer, coming to you live from Aggieland as we discuss the ins and outs of buying and selling real estate. Thank you for joining us today. The purpose of this podcast is to help educate you on how the different real estate processes work, as well as equip you as the buyer or seller to ask great questions to your agent. Today, we will be discussing what a buyer should expect when they are ready to purchase a home. Now, before we get started, and since this is our very first podcast, we will begin by briefly introducing ourselves. So Haley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Haley Bauer, and I'm married. I have one little boy who's two years old. I'm a full-time mommy and realtor. I love the flexibility of this job and being able to work just about anywhere. It's nice to be able to set your own schedule for the most part. I attended Texas A&M University in the class of 2014. Whoop! I studied wildlife and fishery science. And leading up to graduation, I did a lot of property management jobs. I managed several student properties here in Aggieland, and that led to my interest in getting my real estate license. And I've been licensed for about five years now. Um, We decided to stay near Aggieland, and I really enjoy what I do. It's a rewarding process. That's awesome. So as I mentioned, my name is LaTanya Button, and I'm married to an awesome husband, Chad Button. I have four teen-slash-adult children. And when they were small, I was able to stay at home with them. And when my fourth started preschool, I decided to attend college for the first time and graduated from Texas A&M class of 2013 with exactly 120 hours. So during that time of completing college, I became a landman and did some oil and gas title research. And my husband and I were both landman at the time, and I loved that. However, we decided that I would do something different. So... I became a real estate agent and have been for almost six years now. We can talk about that more later, but I love real estate and I love working with my friends and family and meeting new people um, that I can help along the way. So I'm excited to be here today. So um, let's get started. So today we'll focus on a buyer getting ready for finding the home of their dreams. So Haley, talk to me about that first phone call when the buyer is ready to get going. It's an exciting time. And they may know what they want already, or they may need your help along the way. So maybe they're even unsure of what the next step is. So talk to me about that. They call and they say, Haley, we want to buy a house. What do you say? Well, first of all, I say wonderful. Um, You know, I find out what type of property they're looking for and interested in. I find out how many bedrooms, bathrooms they're going to need, if they want a neighborhood or if they want to be out in the country and have a little bit of land, Um, if a certain school district is more important to them than another one, Um, if they want a neighborhood with an HOA, for example. Uh, From there, I try to create a search for them on the MLS, and that way they have direct access to the MLS and they can see things in real time, like us realtors can. What about what about Zillow and Realtor.com and those that they've been using, maybe just to look? Yeah, yeah, so that's a great point. So uh, Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, all of those are great websites, but 
most of the time they're not going to update in real time like the MLS does. So um, by having that portal to the MLS, you're going to have direct access and you can tell if a property has gone under contract immediately and uh, if it's off the market. Yeah, because I've had that happen a lot of times. They'll, you know, they they say, what about this one? They really like it. And then I'll look and it's not, it's already under contract or pending or it's just not even on the market. So, right, right. And they are good websites. I'll say realtor.com is a little bit more accurate in, you know, updates connected to the MLS. Uh, but, you know, if, if you have your heart set on a certain property, it's really imperative to be checking the MLS versus like Zillow or Trulia because, um, you know, if you're in love with that house and it's already gone, you missed right. out. Right. And then I know you probably do this with your clients, but if they're really, if they're really ready and they're looking for this certain neighborhood, I'll set up on set them up where it's ASAP. So as soon yeah. as it comes to the market, whatever time it is, because some agents may put it in at night. You never know. Right. So they get it immediately. So that's helpful. Yeah. So um, talk to me about pre-approval. Where do we go from there? They found the house right there. Where at that? What's that next step? Yeah. So the next step is getting pre-approved with a lender. I can usually help guide the buyer on which lender is best to go with, just depending on what kind of property they're interested in. So for example, if they're on the fence between a mobile home and a single family home, I can tell them, you know, this lender can do both. Right. And I've in like um, with land, large, large um, 20 acres or something like that, I might direct them to capital farm credit or something like that or the right. local bank. So right. that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But having that pre-approval letter is so important. Without the pre-approval letter, most sellers don't consider you to be a serious buyer. So you really need to make sure you have that in place as soon as possible. Uh, Most realtors require you to give a copy of the pre-approval letter to them so they can keep record of it. And then they can submit that along with your offer whenever you're ready to submit one on a property. Awesome. So they have their pre-approval letter. They've been looking. They finally found out they want 123 Smith, uh, Smith Street. Okay, so they finally picked the house, and this is it. So talk to me about what you need from the buyers to make that process smooth. What do you need? What do they need to be ready to provide you? So for sure that pre-approval letter, but also just they need to have promptness and signing all of their documents and responding back to their agent as quickly as possible, especially during negotiations. Or if it's a multiple offer situation and you're competing with other people to try to get the house, right. um, you'll want to act fast so you can win that house. Right. So what else do you need for that contract, to fill in for that contract? Uh, some key things that you're going to want to pay attention to is obviously the closing date. And um, that kind of varies just depending on who your lender is. On average, it's 30 to 45 days. Right. Uh, your option period is also important. Earnest money. Uh, non-realty items like a refrigerator or washer-dryer. Um, a home warranty is important to ask for. Um, the home warranty is going to most of the time be paid by the seller. Um, but these are all things that you want to mention first rattle out of the box. That way everything's on the table and the seller knows what you're asking for. Right, because these are, we're, we're in Texas, so these are Texas real estate forms. And so they're, the blanks are really what we're filling in. So right. even if when I'm walking through a property and, and I can tell that they're serious about the property, I'll start asking those questions. You know, when are you guys wanting to close? 
you know, don't forget mm-hmm. there's the earnest money. So things like that. Yeah. So how do we explain, um, going into detail a little bit about that, how do we explain the option period, earnest money, and how a title company is chosen? Okay, so those are great questions. The option period is the number of days that you have to get the property inspected. Uh, typically, that's going to look like five to 10 days, just depending on the property and your market. Uh, here in our market, it just kind of varies, but five to 10 days is what we usually see. The option fee really depends on the property also, but uh, typically it's one to 200 bucks. Okay. So, and, and they don't have to have inspections during that time, right? But that is a good time. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. You know, the way I explain it to people is this is most likely going to be your biggest investment and we need to make sure that that investment is worthwhile. Yeah. And so what about, talk to me about the um, the earnest money. Yeah. Okay. So the earnest money is kind of like your deposit on top of your down payment. It shows the seller how serious you are on your offer, and it's usually 1% of the offer price. So if Yeah. It's, used to it was 500 right, yeah. back in the day, so to speak, but then you have to let them know, hey, it's not 500 it's, it's more like 1%. Right. So if you're buying a house that's 150000 be prepared to put that $1,500 up front immediately. Right. And they do, they do cash that right away. Yes. They, right. So yes. you have to really be ready. Yes, and it's deducted from how much you need to bring to the closing table at the end of the process. Right. But but yeah, it just shows the seller how serious you are um, about the house. Yeah. So once the once the offer um, is executed, um, then your realtor will then take that money, that earnest money, and the option fee where it needs to go. Right. 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 So th- your realtor will need that upon having to execute a contract. The realtor has three days because that's the rule in Texas. We've got three days to get that money to where it needs to go. So uh, the executed date on the contract is super important. So whatever date that is, the very next day is day one of the option period in the financing period. So that's where they start counting. And that executed day is when all signatures, so if it's been going back and forth, then the final signature, final initials is... Yeah. Yeah. The last person to sign is right. when the uh, executed date goes on and there. And it's the next day. Right, right. Got it. So, um, so, yeah, it's very imperative that you get your inspections done as soon as possible within that inspection period. You'll want to allow uh, you and the seller to get quotes uh, on any items that come up on your inspection report to be repaired. So, for example, if the water heater comes up on the inspection report and needs to be replaced, or if there's uh, skirting around a mobile home that needs to be replaced, all of that takes time to gather right. quotes and to decide which one is the better one and the timely one to go with. Right. And even the roof, I mean, you know, I know you've experienced this. There's a lot of times that the roof um, needs to be replaced. Maybe it has some hail damage, you know, and that takes time to get everybody on board to come and check that out. So right. that's important. Right. So the title company is chosen by the seller usually because it's a seller paid item, but right. that's not always the case. Right. Sometimes the buyer uh, can have a say in it as well. Depending on if you're in a multiple offer situation or not, it may be better for the buyer to contribute towards the title policy. But that's another podcast. We'll we'll get into uh, you know how to make your offer the most competitive later on down the road. 
Well, that wraps it up for now. Next time, we'll be discussing what happens after we have all the buyer's signatures in place and we're going to send it to the listing agent. Thank you, Haley Bauer, for joining me today and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. We are very excited for the opportunity to share the real estate process with all of you. We'll be talking about buying a home, selling a home, purchasing land, condos, ranches, even mineral rights. So be sure to join us. As always, check out our other podcasts. And when you have a real estate question, give us a call. Thank you for joining us on Real Estate Real Talk.